Tell me, do we have time for another number? Oh, I think so, Jimmy. What tune do you have in mind? Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Drinking Matters. I'm your host, a very tired and exhausted Brian. With me, I bring back a returning guest, uh, my co-host, Andy. Hello, everyone, again. Thank you so much for coming back on this podcast. Thank you for having me, (laughs) even though I live here. (laughs) All right, before we start, I'm just going to get this out there for the listeners, for you too. I apologize if this episode is going to be a little bit weird. Two things. There's a buzzing noise behind, you know, the audio. I apologize. It's the AC. There's no way in hell I'm going to run this podcast without the AC. It's hot here in California. We want to stay cool. We don't want to die. So we're going to keep the AC running. I'll see if I can fix this in post. And if it bothers, I'm sorry. Second thing, I didn't get much sleep. I got like two hours of sleep the night before. I'm exhausted, but my body is saying, nah, man, you got to keep going. So whatever. We're still drinking. We're still here to talk. And I appreciate it for you coming back on the show, Andy. Now, we're going to talk about something that we've been talking about this last week. Uh, Mainly things that we've been noticing in our personal lives that involve society out there. Right now, when we're recording this podcast, we're still under quarantine due to this whole epidemic. Um, And, you know, both of us, I would say at least, we've been trying to avoid mainstream media. You know, not trying to pay attention to what's going on to kind of have a good, better, positive mentality like I've been talking to you. Like, like I spoke with Izzy like in the first episode, you know, trying yeah. to keep that positive mentality. Um, but more recently, these things have been coming up, and it's the protests yeah. with people wanting California to open up. That's going to be the theme for this episode, mainly because you brought up a good point and some stuff that has happened that you've seen and that you've experienced. And I yeah. want to discuss this and put you know my two cents into this whole thing. But before we begin... Uh, what are we drinking today? Well, I'm drinking an Angry Orchard Rosé. Ah, a cider. Okay. I'll join you on that because, honestly, I don't know. I'm, like, tired. I'm still going to take a shot of whiskey, or actually a shot of scotch before we begin. Uh, Glen Levet 12-year, that was uh, gifted to me uh, back when I used to work. Uh, I mean, I still work there, but it was given to me by someone uh, as like a goodbye present and you know i still have it all these years it's good scotch it's a good scotch but i'm gonna take the shot and then i'm gonna join in on that rosé just because i don't know i'm tired and <laughs> <It's> <laughs> i want a, something soothing it's good and refreshing i'm taking the shot because i feel like this topic is gonna get me so why not get a little bit buzzed and then drink the rosé and i don't know i don't think a shot's gonna get me buzzed but whatever cheers cheers thank you let's go ahead I didn't take that shot shot well. I don't know why. (laughs) My body like completely reacted differently. The rosé was pretty, pretty refreshing. I don't know what the hell my body's doing. It's like saying, hey, buddy, you're awake. But for some reason, taking that shot, it went down the windpipe. (laughs) And now it burns. That's going to keep me awake. So I think I'm going to be a little more energized this conversation. (coughs) Oh, man. Okay. Whatever. It's over and done with. I already took the shot. So... Let's go ahead and start with this topic. Yeah. People protesting. We're going to mainly talk about California. So if I got any listeners that are, you know, out of state, out of California, you know, this, th- we're mainly going to be talking about the protests here in California. 
and how people want, you know, certain public places to open up. And, Be- well, that, well, sorry. No, you're, you're fine. Well, I was going to say, and people who are kind of, pro- well, yeah, protesting against it by not following rules. Not following rules. Yeah. Being mad that most public places are closed. Feeling entitled that these places should be open. So on and so forth. I've been trying to keep up with it every time I see it. Yeah, sure. You know what? I find a little bit of humor in it because some of these people are pretty stupid. The majority, no, I would say all of these people that are doing this are pretty stupid. There is some humor to it, but there is some seriousness that I do want to touch on. I, you know, not to be insensitive about people that have actually been harmed because of these protests or anything like that. You know, but there is some, you know, I mean, it's the internet. People are going to meme this stuff and, you know, they're going to point out the idiocracy of some people that do this. Right. Um, but you did mention that you've seen these things firsthand. Yeah. And I want to touch on that because where I currently revolve myself around, I don't see these things. I don't. The only way I know about this stuff is because I see it online, you know, through yeah. Facebook or through media, you know, things like that. That's how I know about this stuff. Yeah. You've experienced this firsthand. Right. So can you tell us, again, you don't have to mention like specific, specific details, but what you've seen Well, in regards to this? Basically, I've seen various type of people. I've seen people that have come in and straight up just refuse to, like, for example, wear a mask. Like wearing a mask is a big deal. And I've noticed like, and it's... Well, it comes in a variety of ages. It's not one particular, like, age. I have seen more of, like, the older generation actually following the rules a lot more, way stricter. And, but I have seen more of the younger people kind of coming in saying, how do you know that, that this is even real? Like, why should I be wearing a mask? There's no reason for me to. Or oh, well, this is against the ADA um, regulation, so I shouldn't be wearing a mask, or that's taking my right. Um, I've, just, I've, seen diff- I've seen and heard different things that kind of, like, frightened me a little bit because right now I feel like, I don't know, the rules are pretty much set. I feel like they're pretty strict right now. But what's going to happen when everything starts to reopen? This is only happening in, like, grocery stores, Target, Walmart, um, like, places, essential places that are that are open right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you heard about the story about um, the guy that came in. I think he was carrying, was it a girl or a man? I heard a story Was it the where, one that Philip DeFranco covered? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I that, saw that, that episode. That is scary. About that. And so now these places are starting to say, you know what? If they don't want to wear a mask, then okay. But I think they're saying it in order to protect everybody else in the building. It's kind of like if you were, and if you work at a retail store, they'll tell you this. Um, like for example, with like, I know a totally different topic, but it'll connect um, with pet or with theft. If somebody comes in and tries to steal, and you know that they're they're stealing, you can't go and apprehend them. Okay. For your own safety and mm-hmm. for customer safety. And because you don't know what this person's going to pull. And now, now I feel like that same thing is going to happen when it comes to asking people to follow the CDC regulations and rules that they're setting up for health purposes. And now I feel like it's beginning to become a very political thing when in the beginning it should have been 
about people's well-being, which was the whole point. And now politics and beliefs and conspiracy theories are starting to become part of it. And it's just, it, I think it's just a big ball of mess now. <laughs> I'm so scared. The conspiracies have always been around. Like well, yeah. that That's always been a thing. And you yeah. have these groups of people that have never wanted to or even cared so much as to like, even put anything protective. I mean, we've seen this stuff before. Like, you know, um, there was a um, couple of weeks before the protests actually happened. I think, I'm hoping, hopefully I'm not wrong, but um, one of the YouTubers, we watch him. He does the whole, the, the, the critical, the guy that, oh, taught, yeah. yeah. He does the whole, like, uh, promoting, not promoting, but, like, he loves the sport of slapping from oh, Russia, that guy. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he did a he did a video where he talked about a uh, reporter. I'm using this in quotations because I don't know if he's an actual reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the YouTube channel off the top of my head. It's something like something uh, all gas, no brakes or something like that. Um, how he went to a protest. I want to say it was here in California. And he, you know, interviewed different people. Yeah. And he interviewed one guy that was saying, you know what, this is all a conspiracy and no one should believe in this crap and I've never washed my hand in years. Like, you're going to oh, have those I people. Yeah, it's like you have people like this. So the conspiracies and, you know, people being idiots, that's been around. My thing is this. Have, have you noticed an increase in people being ballsy? These, these group, this is this group. Of them being ballsy and actually coming out more often than usual. Because when the quarantine started, I would say maybe a month and a half ago, people were taking this seriously. I would say that the, the the loud population, the ones that were advocating for PPE and for, you know, wearing masks and being hygienic and all these things, they were the louder group. But as time progressed on, the way I see it at least is that you have now the louder group being the idiots that say gonna wear a mask why the hell do i have to wear a mask if i want to go in here well here's the thing i don't think that it's well okay so there's a difference between the loudest definitely they're being loud but i think to be honest with you i feel like people who are following the rules and regulations is a majority i think from what i've seen but that's only speaking about like in the like in the region where we live i don't know what it's like in other parts of the country um, on how they're taking it serious or how seriously they're taking it and um, how how strict those rules are. So like like right now I think there's some states that are already having um, some stores open up, um, the non-essential stores. They're starting to lift all those um, rules and restrictions. I, I, I honestly, I haven't really been watching the news not as much only because it was it was giving me anxiety and every time I watched it I don't know if you guys watched like the briefings every day at noon or I think at one well for LA County it's at one and you just hear what's her name I forget from the public health all I know is Newsom and and that's just because his face is plastered on it they should have been advertising or not advertising but they should have been plastering her name more often than oh definitely and and that's a that's that's a whole separate thing but you know when you think of these like yeah, these but, these notices or these things that come up every day at yeah. one, it, the first thing that comes up on, you know, on any media, Newsom plans to do this, this instead of this is what was advocated by healthcare experts. Well, no, he has. I don't know if you've <clears throat> seen, but like I know first one one doctor that he does have come up is Doctor Angel, who mm-hmm. always comes up and does the whole PowerPoint of like the steps and as to why they're gonna start reopening. Um, 
but I mean for LA County. That's for for the city. That's of California. for Cal. Oh yeah. Okay. So but you're talking about the LA one. I, yeah, I'm talking gotcha. about the LA County. It's my tiredness speaking, so I'm like it's confusing okay. the two. <laughs> I think fine. of California and I think LA. I don't even think about the North Side. I, I can't. North Side who? North Side. No, no, no. no, you can't piss off the people. <laughs> if I say like the, <laughs> no, you can't because they're gonna get mad. It's like what you no, Northern California. Side. <laughs> All the rich folk up there are gonna come down to the southern the southern side of California and be like, "Guys, think you're better than that." Shut up. No, we love you guys. Not really, but we love you guys. <laughs> no, but what, the point that I was getting to the reason why I don't watch the news so much is because no. it's depressing. Like if you hear her talk about like, "Hi, good morning, everyone. We're very sad to hear that today we have lost these many people," and it's like it's it's every day, Monday through Friday. Well, I mean, not every day, but Monday through Friday. It's the same speech over and over again. And I, I don't know how, she, I wonder how she feels mentally. It's got to be hard to be able to have to report those numbers. It's, it's sad. It sucks. And to hear it every day, I, that's why I stopped. I was paying attention every single day from when we first got the um, safer at home order. But after that, I stopped. So I don't know what's going on around the world. I don't, I will, I mean, in our country, most importantly for us, because we want to see what, what's going on. Um, but I'm just scared, just kind of seeing the reactions of people around here. It, it's pretty scary in the way, like, this one lady who came in with two of her kids, no mask on. She didn't have a mask on. I know there are rules where it says if the kid is two years or younger, they shouldn't be wearing masks. They're too little. They need to be able to breathe. But these kids were not too. Um, and at the end of her visit, she pretty much said that she hoped that everyone in the store had got corona. And it's like, okay. But she kept saying that this was fake. But I, I don't. She had it. She made a big show about it. Again, it's more of the minority, but they do want to seem louder. And I feel like because they stand out so much, like, I don't know if you guys notice, isn't it weird if you go to a store and you see somebody without a mask, it's like, what the heck? It's it's weird now. Well, we've gotten accustomed to that now. It's, yeah, it's, it's like so we've strange. reached a point. I mean, we've only done this for about a, almost about two months at this point. Like, we've lived this kind of life already for two months, but yeah. when we think about it, it feels like it's been a really long time, so... A lot of these things are normal now. And you you are right, because I do want to touch base on, on this thing that you mentioned. It's usually the small group of individuals. It's not the big, at least the way I see it, it's a small group of individuals that have this opinion where they don't want to wear masks, where they want to open up facilities because they need haircuts, because they want to go eat out, because they want to hang out with their friends at the park or the beach and all these different things. And they don't have any consideration, not for themselves, but for the people that they're around with. They don't understand and can comprehend, you know, well, this isn't mainly about you. This is about other people that could be infected. The reality is this, that when we talk about the virus, you know, people can be asymptomatic. So I could be a carrier. But me being a carrier and not having any symptoms, I could be going outside, not wearing a mask, be three feet away from someone, sneeze, and then that virus transfers to someone, someone else, right? And that person that gets the virus from me, I don't know what their conditions are. They might have asthma. They might have, you know, um, there's a word for it, not pre, uh, pre, pre-existing. pre-existing, thank you, pre-existing yeah. conditions that could eventually lead to a harsher, you know, form of coronavirus yeah. down the line. 
we don't know this stuff. And that's what the group of people don't understand. It is a small group because, you know, the Huntington Beach protests that happened not that long ago. Yeah. When you look at the photos, it was a pretty big size of people, pretty big size of uh, group of people, right? Yeah. It was about maybe about a, a block and a half to two blocks worth of people protesting to open up the beaches. A block to two blocks of people, I would say no more than about maybe 2,000 to 3,000 individuals showed up to protest. That's 2,000 people out of the millions of people that live in L.A. County that might not even have the same opinion. They're a small group of individuals, but because they're small and loud, they make themselves more apparent than everyone else. Yeah. You know, whereas most people... and. Again, I can't speak for everyone. I don't know if the big group of people are people that want to wear masks and understand that quarantining is important and stuff like that. I can't say that. But, you know, it's something that I want to believe, at least, and hope that that's what the majority of the people believe in and actually want to do. It goes back to this whole thing where years back when, you know, Facebook was new. Oh, people that pick on you? They're usually the small minority. They're the loud ones that hate everything. Yeah. Don't pay attention to them. They're a small group. They just want to feel loud or they want to be loud to make themselves look big. That's the way I see this. It's a small group of people that are acting stupid and just idiots, idiots that don't think about it. But because they want to be heard, they just act loud. Yeah. And the truth is this. The louder you are, it doesn't mean that you're smarter or that you're right. It just means that you want your voice heard. And it's frustrating, though, because, I mean, now they're going to reopen the beaches. They are. You know With what? restrictions. Uh-huh. I feel like maybe it's a good and bad thing. Like, well, the way that it started first, closing them all together. Because we had a weekend where it was really hot. And a lot, the majority of people, well, I mean, not the majority of people, but the beaches were packed, basically. Um, And I think it scared, like, the governor and other people, like, oh, crap, like, we just, like, we're flattening that curve, and then now all of a sudden everyone decided no. So they were just like, no, (laughs) slap (laughs) in in the wrist, stop it. And so they closed everything, like, they just went in harsh. So I think maybe the way... They, re- they acted, people reacted, and got angry. And I feel it's like It's a small now, group of people that reacted. Right. Because, a small group of people. let's face it, when we heard, and again, us, our opinion on this is not a representation of the majority opinion. What our, I'm going to say is, when we heard about the closures, it wasn't a big deal for us. No. You know, we were, like, but when this, all this started... You were saying, hey, why don't we just go take a hike? I mean, we're quarantined, so why not take a hike on the trails? And then literally the next day... Trails closed. <laughs> and you're like, what? What the heck? And But it, the reality was, okay, trails closed. We understand. Excuse me. I didn't kick oh, and Oh, man, cry. that Scott shot's still coming oh. up. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been like almost 15 minutes, and it's still coming up. It woke me up, thank God. <laughs> but like... <laughs> but like okay so going back to the whole thing but we didn't kick and cry we, we didn't kick and cry exactly the we understood the the situation we we get it we understand you know what they're not gonna be closed forever they just have to this thing has to take it's it's proper steps and i mean right now they're starting to what 
what are they doing right now with the they're trying to get antibodies right they're what do you mean like antibodies or oh no they they have a treatment now right that's supposed to help people recover from the virus faster i haven't heard but anything it's like not that. a vaccine that's I, I mean, there's a there. Like, I think what you're talking about is like there might be a procedure. I haven't heard of it, so I'm not gonna. I can't speak yeah. for it. So but it, you're, from, maybe you're talking about like a procedure that probably eases the process of. Yes. Cor- okay, so that that could be. I haven't yeah. heard about that. I, I don't know the specifics, but there's that. So and I think there's also people need to be a little bit better educated because when you hear that, you're thinking, oh, there's. There's a solution to it completely. No, that's that's not what's happening. It's still taking its procedures. There's no vaccine yet. Once there is a vaccine, then I think that's when things are going to definitely start going back to normal. I feel like people don't understand that, yes, places are going to start opening back up again, but with restrictions, it's not going to be the same anymore. You're not going to be in big crowds. You're not going to be in places where... Maybe if, like, let's say you want to have a big party, that's that's probably not going to happen anytime soon. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to... It's not going to be normal for a while. And I think people haven't got gotten to that... Um, they haven't come to... Realization? Really, yeah, thank you. That that's going to happen. So, go back to a key word that you said. Hmm. That they might not be as informed about this whole thing. It goes back to what I was at last week's episode where I spoke to Chris about, you know, being correct and being informed in regards to politics. But in this case, it kind of applies the same way. Most people feel like they need to be correct about what they're saying rather than be informed about what's necessary. Fact of the matter is if we tear apart the group of people that went to protest you're going to have a lot of different subgroups. It's not all one cause. Yes, the main idea for the protest was they wanted to open up the beaches and they wanted to have the freedom to do whatever they want. But when you look down and you know tear apart that group, you have different subgroups that exist within that group that are fighting for different causes. So that makes their groups even smaller. The yeah. main group that's still tiny is they want to open up facilities. Ugh. Within that group, then you start to have individuals that say coronavirus is a conspiracy. So I don't believe in wearing a mask and all of this is bullshit. And you know, my kids are doing this. Then you have people (laughs) that are saying, Oh, and I I hope, I hope that you've heard this because I don't want to explain it to you. Coronavirus was caused by 5g. And and, uh, the network suspending the 5g coverage is what's causing Corona to be, you know, or developing inside our, our, our kids and whatnot. Then you have individuals that say, this is America. I have the right to be free and do whatever the hell I want to do. If I want to go out to the park and I get sick, that was my choice by all means. Sure. By the definition of freedom, the literal definition of freedom. Do whatever you want. Sure, that applies to it. Again, you know, there are reasons why you're wrong. You, they just wanted to be correct. And then you have other groups that say, oh, I'm here to protest the facilities. I understand the corona is real. But I'm going to wear a face mask. But I'm not going to follow any other rules. And then you have the other group of people. Like, there's different groups. You there's have the, the group that bothers me the most are people that say, oh, 
open up the facilities, and if I get sick, there's medical professionals that can take care of me. That's why they're there, right? To but me, they're that pisses the me off to an ex- to, in an unbelievable manner because that's complete. That's that's a that's a exponentially different level of inconsideration. This disease that's going on right now, it's affecting people at a rate that is unseen in years. And so you have hospitals. At at one point, we had hospitals not having enough beds for people that were getting sick. But the people still have that opinion. Well, then why didn't we prepare better? Why didn't we do this? Because, you fucking idiot, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. And what pisses me off about this whole protesting thing, I get it. You want to have your freedom. You want to have the right to do whatever you want. Because quarantine sucks. Quarantine sucks so much. I get it. I get it. It's hot. It's 90 degrees outside. Right now we would be going to the beach. You know? We would be going out. That's what we would be doing. But we can't. So quarantine does suck. But the fact of the matter is that there are rules and procedures that we as individuals have to follow. Not for just ourselves, but for the community and for the better of everyone. There's the bigger picture. Basically, I think people are missing that. The bigger picture out of this. Yes. And so that was the whole point of the quarantine is, yeah, okay, there are doctors that can help you. But you know what? Right now, priority is, well, I mean, depending on what the case is. But right now, their pri- their real priority is coronavirus. So if all these people are taking up the beds of, of patients who have coronavirus, what about patients with cancer? What about patients with um, diabetes, stroke? They have a heart disease. They There's, don't matter because it, it's not that they it's, don't matter. It's it just that they sucks. take them away. Yeah. They t- people who are getting the virus are taking up, and I don't mean it to sound like this, but they would be taking up space for people for other people with underlying um, underlying. What is it called? The health conditions. So. It would suck for for those people. It would suck for everyone. And so that is why they put in the the safer at home um, orders. That was the whole point. And I think think people are coming, those people that are protesting at a breaking point. They're not there to protest, oh, you guys are worsening the economy. Do you really think the United States wanted this? Do you really think that they wanted the economy to crash? This, This country thrives on businesses on smaller and bigger ones tell them <laughs> speak it already i mean come on <laughs> I'm no just you're, saying. you're right no you're 100 percent right granted like we're no we're not economic experts or anything like that but it's kind yeah. of it's stuff that you can see just by living here yeah. like you see this but it goes back to this whole thing where it's like people just want to be correct they don't want to be informed they just want to be right I want to open up the facilities just because. Because it's boring to stay at home. I mean, do you care about anyone else? No, I just want to be right. Rather than being informed, most of these people want to be right. I can guarantee you that I would say, let's let's put a little hopeful number in there. 80% of individuals that went to that protest have no fucking idea about how this whole pandemic thing works. They probably couldn't even tell the difference between a pandemic and an epidemic. If you give them the two definitions, you know, like, like you can under, like you would be able to any, any person would understand that a pandemic is different than an epidemic, not by definition, 
but understand that the two words are different. But I would say that maybe a good 80% of people over there would probably not even split the two words apart and think that they're both the same thing. They're not informed. They don't think about this stuff. If, uh, if there are any listeners that, you know, are going to argue and say like, oh, well, you know what, all this other stuff, by all means, go ahead and disagree and unlike this. The fact of the matter is that facts are facts when it comes to what's going on with this pandemic. Yeah. And by going out and protesting and doing all these different things and saying, well, I'm correct because I want this to, you know, be over with so I can go to the beach. You're not just harming yourself. You're harming other individuals and not caring for the greater good. If at some point in your life you say, you know what, I want to be an individual that cares about the greater good, but you're doing this in response to what's going on, you never cared about the greater good. No. You're just being an idiot. It's You're being an idiot. And I want to bring this point across because I feel like it applies to a greater sense. I feel like I'm way more passionate about this topic than the other stuff. And I, I you know what? This is me being actually angry and letting everything out. Well, I think it's a part of the exhaustion and the shot that I took and some, some of the, some of the hard cider. And that's, what's making me say this, all this stuff. But you took classes on this. Yeah, this I did. I, this, this was my major. <laughs> this is, this is what I goddamn studied. It's, it's oh, like, some, you know, <laughs> that frustration. Even Chris didn't get this it. much anger. <laughs> even Chris didn't get me this mad. Like you know, it's and and ugh. okay. Anyways, going back to the whole thing, you know, people want to be correct, but let me give this example. I don't care if you went out to say, well, you know what, going into a Starbucks is public property, so I can go in there and fuck everyone else because I can do what I want and this pandemic thing is so stupid. By that logic, if you assume that everything that's available to the public is public property, then wouldn't your house or apartment also be public property because you allow individuals to go in there? It's the same way. If an individual goes into Ralph's and they say, you know what? I don't need to wear a mask. I don't need to do anything. You want me to wear a shirt? You want me to wear a mask? You want me to do this? Fuck that. I'm not going to wear any of this stuff. I don't care. It's a public property place. I can go in whenever I want. No need to follow these rules. What would happen if another individual went into your home and said, oh, I'm sorry. Am I not allowed in this home? It's out in the open. Why can't I not go in? Oh, well, it's my property. Buddy, I can assure you right now that you probably don't even own the home or the apartment that you are talking about. You're still paying it off. Or you're probably renting, which doesn't make it your property. So if you have rules and regulations to your own living quarters or your own living spaces, why can't stores and other places where people go to have their own rules and regulations? You know, it, it, it just boggles my mind that people can't put the two and two together or for people to respect those rules exactly. they can have their own opinion about what's going on but rules are rules follow them whether you like it or not if you choose to go to that store then just follow the rules it, you know okay you could think that it, it's fake that it's not real that it's it's pointless for you to wear a mask but you know what that's that's what the rule is so follow it Exactly. If you, and that's that's the thing that they should be saying at, at these stores. But again, coming back to where we were talking in the beginning, 
the scary part is, is you don't know how these people are going to react the moment that you ask them to put on a mask. You don't. And that is one of the sad, it's not even frustrating. It's, it's just sad. sad. Because there is no need to have a violent or aggressive response to putting on a mask. The story that you mentioned earlier, the one that Philip DeFranco covered, they were basically arguing over the fact that they felt offended that they even had to wear a mask. If I heard that story correctly, hopefully. If not, I mean, I'm apologize for the, for, you know, misinterpreting the story. But from what I understood is they felt offended that they had to be asked to wear a mask. And then they came by and they murdered the person I that think- asked. Yeah, so I think they came back to shop. They had a mask on, and uh-huh. then they left, and then they came back. And, and the son was they... the one that attacked. I don't remember the whole story. But Something basically, like someone got killed. Yeah, over the over fact this. that you had to wear a mask. It's horrible. People are just there trying to do their job. Mm-hmm. It's... Why, why punish somebody like that? If you're, if you're that angry, I, I don't even know what to say to you if you're that angry. I don't care, then just stay home. Welcome to Drinking Matters, episode five, the angry podcast. <laughs> no, you're right. You're, no, you're right. You're right. And it's stuff that's like, not to be insensitive, but it's like, how do you explain the actions of people like this? The way that I see it, and this is by no means covering what they've done, by no means, there's no justification for anyone responding in such a negative way over what's, what's happened. These group of people that react violently or negatively or aggressively to the response of what the county or the state or even the country, you know, the response to this pandemic, they are representative of a small group of individuals that give zero fucks about what's going on. But like, again, we said they're loud and that, that action is loud. Exactly. So what I respond, the way I respond to that is the individuals that understand what's going on and why these things need to happen also need to be loud. By that, I don't mean go out and start violently beating the people that are disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is it's as simple as kind of just saying, there is a necessity to do this and there is a passive way to argue this thing wear a mask if you believe that this pandemic thing is going on wear a mask or wear protective you know equipment when you go out you know if you need to go out to go shop do it at times that's appropriate be away from people understand personal boundaries understand the sensitivities of some individuals it's not difficult you know when we go out to go shopping and whatnot, I still keep the six foot rule when I see people. Hallways are, or the aisles and stores are pretty small. Yeah. It's difficult. It's, it's di- and I hundred percent understand. But in my mind, and it's not anxiety or anything. If I'm shopping in an aisle and I see an individual coming my way, I step to the side. It's a way of I let politeness. It, it is. It's. It's. But most people don't have that, and that's something. And <laughs> would you say that you you have? It, I when I speak to you, sometimes I feel like you have hope for humanity, <laughs> and like there's an that innocence where it's like, yeah, I kind of have you know hope for people to be competent, and then when they do something wrong, you get mad about it. Okay, well, the way that <laughs> <laughs> well, cause okay, but that's why I was saying trying to like think about it in in a way of like the majority of people are following the rules. The frustrating part is just we 
this small amount of people who have those thoughts. Maybe the quarantine has driven them crazy. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're... <laughs> maybe they're the Maybe zombies. they were just born crazy. We don't know. <laughs> maybe they're they've the been stupid their whole lives. But, but I feel like... I don't know. I part of it, I feel like it's it's meant maybe it's getting to their heads. Maybe I'm I'm trying to put like a little bit of like I don't know, trying to have some perspective. Some some things they say though are very let me either put, very selfish or very like. Let me put this. Let me put this idea in front of you. Okay. okay. What is the purpose of a protest? To be heard. Okay. To make change. To to get attention. Right? Get the overall idea. Well, really to make change. To make change, but in order to make change, you need attention. Right. How do you defeat the large crowd of people that protest? You just don't pay them attention. We, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I started a revolution. Okay, you guys, the majority of us start a bigger protest. <laughs> we protest their protest. No, that's on. then you're not then you're just as bad as them because now you're getting a bunch of people. Yeah, together. but with with No, good that ruins the <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <done>. No. <laughs> For their own well-being. <laughs> look, you're already incorrect. <laughs> you're already wrong. First of all, in all seriousness, you know, the way you cancel these guys out, guys, gals, whatever, gender neutral. 2020, you know. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> you don't give them attention. You don't cover them. I'm sorry, but as much as the media wants to play good guy, Went, went, went. Media's <laughs> they they their they game. they fuck this up again by covering them. Yeah. Just don't. Just just don't. We know. You know what's confusing? It's like, yes, media is covering all this, but then also media is like, oh, look at these new symptoms that you should watch out for. I mean the media was the first thing to report murder horn or murder hornets in May. Oh yeah, watch They're out always for those. like I, the, the, again. <laughs> Let's take this topic about media. You know what? At some point, maybe episode <laughs> six, seven, or eight will probably be media fucking up 2020. It's it's the revelation at this point. It's like you start people start to notice that media is just not as you know reliable yeah. as it is. But that's like again, that's a whole other. That's another hour discussion somewhere else. Oh yeah. But you know, that's what that's the unfortunate reality is that you know when you give coverage or you give you know positive. Not positive, but when you give these people attention, they feel empowered and feel like they've done something right. The reality is that if these people are protesting and, you know, they want to be heard and, you know, they want to be acknowledged for saying, you know, it's wrong to, for California, L.A. County, Orange County to close up all these places when America was built on freedom, you're giving them attention and you're giving them that acknowledgement to keep going. Yeah. If we as, you know, if we the public who understand the importance of quarantining – and the safetyness that comes with it, not for yourself, not just for yourself, but for others, push aside these people and say, like, you had your fun for the last day. Can we get back to reality and, you know, do what you're supposed to do? Things will get better. In response to individuals that you've seen mostly yeah. pop up in the area where we live in, the way I compared it was the bigger brother were the protests that happened in San Diego parts of the country and then more closely to where we are huntington beach if you make them the bigger brother the little brother is always going to try to copy what the older sibling does and that's what i feel is going on here 
you had the smaller, bigger crowd doing the protests in Huntington Beach. And then people around the area where we live in, they all of a sudden get ballsy. Oh, yeah. they, they grew the pair right there and they said, you know what? They if think the people... they did. <laughs> I mean, they didn't. They, they, they think. They just have an easy way to do it. Exactly. So you have the people out there and they're simply saying, you know what? My buddies out there in Huntington Beach, they're standing up for what I believe in. I have justification for going into Target without a mask. Because fuck everything else. And forget everyone's safety. They're doing it. I can do it. You have little brother copying big brother. And that's what's going on. Again, the way you kind of get rid of that, not just, you know, standing up for yourself and, you know, following the procedures of what's in place in the places that you work in. You just simply tell them the facts. And if they ignore the facts, they're wrong. That's all it is. And it's frustrating, but we have to live with these people. There's really nothing else we can do because we can't put their faces on the ground and beat them up and be like, you guys are wrong. And this is not how the society works. You just have to put it as it is, be the bigger person, and acknowledge the fact that these people exist. Just don't pay attention to them. Basically. care more about the individuals that could potentially suffer and could potentially be harmed by this i'll tell you right now short story to the listeners my mom you know was diagnosed with coronavirus and to me it was one of the scariest times that i've had to live through in the last i would say i don't even know how long ago my dad passed away but it was it was not as scary, but close enough to it that I was stressed out for a couple days because, oh, yeah, because yeah, my mom has had pre-existing conditions with diabetes and asthma and all these things. And to hear that she had this, it sucked. It, it was, I, I didn't sleep. I didn't eat. I, I, I was stressing at work. I, I, I couldn't focus. And it's like you start to think about the reality of this. You know, we took coronavirus quarantine seriously from the moment it was announced you and i joked about it yeah but, but i think it's a way of like responding to deal with it yeah, yeah exactly so we responded with jokes but we took it seriously and we understood and that's how we deal with stuff we joke we, we find humor in this sort of stuff it doesn't become serious for some people until it affects them directly and when it affects someone directly that understands it it's a lot harder luckily fortunately you know, my mom came out okay. She went to the hospital. They gave her antibiotics. She They did the MRI and everything, and she went home, but she now has to quarantine for another two weeks, starting at the beginning of this week. You know, thankfully, everything, the worst has gone. But the realization is that this thing is real. This thing is a reality, and this is what we're living through. We need to get this out there to a lot of individuals personally, the individuals that care and the individuals that understand what's going on, you can't save everyone. You can't get the message across to everyone. We all hope that's the reality. It's not. You're, there are going to be people that are going to be saying, F that and F this and whatever. Put them to the side. you got to focus on the larger crowd, the people that legitimately care. Not everyone's stupid. Yeah. As much as I say that I have no hope for common sense among society, I still believe that you know there is some form of common sense and some hope that people do understand this stuff. And so 
you got to push away that crowd that's just constantly protesting and all this other stuff. Push them away and don't give them acknowledgement. Give them their day of protesting. By all means, go out there and kick each other's asses and, you know, be hypocritical and all this other stuff. But your focus should be on those individuals that do care and that have had been affected and want to try to do the right thing, not just for themselves. Again, it's for everyone, for the whole. Those are the people that matter. So... I agree. I, I, that's that's what it is. And I'm sorry I took over. I mean, you should be talking more as well. But no, but, but you definitely have a you have a different perspective because it came close to home, real close to home. Mm-hmm. And I I remember seeing you you completely once your mom was home because she was in the hospital for a week a weekend, I mean a weekend, and you were definitely very distracted. You were a little bit more angry, more serious. Um, I almost did not want to record an episode this week. Really? I almost wanted to put up and say, like, I can't do it. But you know what? For the channel, I did it. For the channel, I... But your mom's home now. She and is, I, yeah. And thankfully. you turned around, like, your mood came, <laughs> was, like, did a whole 180. <laughs> but my opinion, my, my stance still stands. Oh, well, my definitely. My stance still stands. It's I've, been the same throughout yeah. consistently. I've had it, it just, yeah. I feel like you feel more more strong about it because it did hit close to home and your mom had said something that that definitely i think it rings true people are not going to be able to understand the seriousness of this until either themselves or someone close to them has it and once they do then they'll understand you know what this this is serious we should be staying at home while they're trying in the background, you know, they're trying to figure this out and trying to make sure that there there are literally doctors, nurses, people out in, you know, in the front lines that are trying to figure this out to literally, to literally save humanity. This was for, no, this whole self-quarantine shouldn't have been for nothing. And people who are out there why are you protesting (laughs) no don't get mad that's my job (laughs) it's just frustrating because it's for the well-being of it's all good intentions nothing they don't want anything bad to happen you hear people giving or coronavirus testing free of charge here i mean at least here in la county and helping people do you really think they'd be sending out money (laughs) <laughs> those stimulus checks i don't think so trump bucks trump bucks we call them trump bucks <laughs> trump bucks yeah do you really think they'd be sending those out no they want the economy to restart that's i mean yes to help out people and all that stuff a lot of people i'm sure there are other people who who are very lucky enough yes to get that stimulus check and, and still be getting paid and you know maybe use that stimulus check too boost up that economy again like they don't want us to fall like all of us as a nation they don't want all of us to fall we want to rise back up from this but in order for us to do this right now the world is is not like this gonna sound weird the world no no (laughs) no the world is sick restart the the world the world is sick and we need a mend i'm sure you guys have seen those pictures of earth being sick you no. know, we got to heal her again. I've seen the opposite. I've seen the world being like, yeah, hell yeah, we're this prospering. Is we're so Your opposite. girl's prospering, man. Your girl's like ozone layers repairing itself. Fishes oh, are coming oh, back. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. But I get you. I get you. Yeah, like 
I, I kind of... There's literally everyone in the whole world, and, like, doctors and nurses and scientists, they, they're working to save humanity. Do you mm-hmm. really... Imagine a hundred years ago when there was, a, there was another pandemic, right? Like, literally a hundred years ago. Completely different. Complete. We have so much technology, and so, like, we can get research done quicker. We're so blessed to live in a time like this. It's amazing. And if you want to see it, like all the ways, it's, it's amazing. I props to all those scientists and doctors and everyone who's worked that that's amazing. I, I'm in awe. I'm speechless. It's amazing. And for them, I've heard a lot of doctors say it's an honor to work and be at service to help people out and human. That's, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Props to, I honestly applaud to them. For real, because, wow, but, because this is history, damn, like, imagine they're going to be talking to their kids or grandkids about this, like, yep, I was part of, like, that team to help them out. It goes back to what Izzy and I talked about in episode one. I mean, Izzy and I mentioned the same thing. You yeah. don't think about this right now, but, like, this is stuff that's going to be mentioned in the history books later Definitely, on. Yeah. and I, I just hope that the people that do care and want to be saved, that honestly pops to everyone that's been taking this seriously too because had it not been for a lot of people the majority of people's contribution to that and staying at home and being safe and going out only when needed it it's honestly it's helping a a a lot a lot I can't I can't even speak I'm speechless (laughs) but it's helping a lot and I think people need to remember the big um contribution that they're putting in this as well like yes, yeah, so obviously doctors and scientists, nurses, and there people in the front lines, police, and the firefighters, ambulance, first responders, first responders, definitely. Um, yes, they're make they're they're they have a huge impact. But us as a society, to be able to follow the rules and making sure that we are staying informed and staying informed, meaning not just following one source of media. But really reading into everything that's going on and keeping yourself updated. Like, I mean, what do you guys have? What else do you guys have to do? Nothing. So read up on that too, <laughs> please. Um, yeah, like if every a lot of people or the majority were to do that, you guys are doing a really, you guys are a big part of it too. So I don't know that, and that's how I see it positively. Like I, I'm trying not to see the negative. Yes, it's horrible what's happening in those protests. And people that come into stores and refuse and are protesting like that and are trying to be loud. But you know what? Like, okay, they can be, they can do whatever they want. I mean, if if they get infected, you know, we're, I do not want to wish the worst on anyone. But I do hope that something happens where it makes them realize that this is real. This is real and we got to take it seriously. You good? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just, it, oh, it just. No, you're good. You're good. It's honestly like it's it's good. I mean, I mean, we gave our separate rants, and it's yeah. it, like there's nothing. I mean, what 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 would we do wrong by ranting about this? It's mm-hmm. it's necessary because it is frustrating to see it. We're so we're not close to like potentially getting over this, but we're making progress. We, we're definitely making progress, and to see people go back and you know be selfish, be stupid be uninformed it brings us back and the last thing that we want is taking three steps forward and then going back and 
landing at the beginning again. We don't want that. We don't. And yeah. it, it, you're right. You're 100% right. Um, we do have about, I would say about maybe another 10 minutes into this episode. And I wanted to bring up this because around the time that we've recorded that we're recording this podcast, uh, Newson actually wants to start opening up California oh. again. Yeah. Uh, this coming by the end of this week. And it's an interesting idea. Like, we'll make it a quick 10 minute discussion. I think we've ranted on about our points pretty much, pretty long enough. I would <laughs> say that. Um, but, you know, with Governor Newsom coming out and saying, I'm hoping I'm getting it's Newsom and it's not the LA mayor, it's not Garcetti. No, it's, is it Newsom? It is. Okay, I want to say it's Newsom. I don't want to get it wrong because I'm going to get called out for it. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Newsom is planning on opening up California little by little and, you know, conducting these phases to potentially get things better. Curbside pickup for certain stores um, if they have it. So not stores that are already open, but like. I would say what like stores like Old Navy and stuff like that is it, those kind of retails. I'm assuming I know some retail stores are already doing it. Like I know Kohl's is doing for curbside pickup. Uh-huh. Some some stores are are doing it, which I mean I've done it before. It it's pretty it's it's good. I think once they do kind of like advertise it a little bit more, it's gonna get busy. Just watch for this weekend. It's definitely gonna get really it busy, is. which is is good. I think businesses are waiting for them to get busy especially mother's day weekend hey you got it mama's gotta get some gifts too you know yeah um i think around the time this episode airs is when the procedures are going to be going in to start opening up the state yes so you have stores doing curbside pickup you're going to have trails and uh public parks and beaches to open up with certain restrictions yeah you're gonna have these things open up personally and i do want to get your opinion on it quick little five minute opinion but before I let you have yours, I I would say the way I see it, I felt like this was a response towards the protests because if the state wasn't going to act upon the things that were going on, like San Jose for Cinco de Mayo, people were parting it open. They were there like nothing has like nothing changed. You had the protests here in Huntington Beach. You had the protests in San Diego. You had different things going on in different parts of California. It was a response. The way I see it, it was a response. Was it the rice response? I want to say it was the right response, but it also isn't the correct response. The right response, by me saying it was the right response, it's me saying there was really nothing else that could have been done to try to ease up the people from doing what they're doing now because you're going to have more and more and more people protesting. You're going to have more and more people going out and saying, like, this is stupid, this is what needs to happen, all these other things, to shut them up open it up little by little and start implementing these things, especially since the curve is slowly starting to ease up just a bit enough. There might be a second wave. That's what they've been predicting, but it's supposed to kind of in the way I see it, this is supposed to ease up the tensions between people that want to still be in quarantine and people that are wanting their freedoms to go out. It is the right response in that sense. It isn't the correct response because there still isn't enough information out there to know exactly how much this could further spread. People have already been commenting on the second on the second wave. Could you imagine a second wave going on? No, it, it sucks. We had full closures, and New York City was one of the biggest cities in the U.S. to be affected by this. Do we want a second, you know, a second round of this? No, it's terrible. It's yeah. stupid. In, it's inevitable. We had to open up. 
in that's and that's why I kind of say it's the right one, but it's also not really the correct one. Could it have been done differently? Open it up little by little. It doesn't hurt to open up trails and maybe some parks. I'm hoping that the implementation of saying, you know what, we're going to open up beaches and have people be six feet apart and have people wear face masks if you're going to go on the beach or hike or if you're around people understand the social distancing aspect i hope that still is implemented that's the hope you know what that's 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 my stand on this whole thing i don't know what do you what do you make of it what do you make about this honestly i i mean well you had your opinion (laughs) (laughs) i feel like the steps that california has taken Mm -hmm. well california in itself because i don't know more details of other states the way that they they came about it was, of course, putting very strict... I mean, they came in slowly, but then ended up with very strict um, rules and restrictions and, and all that stuff, which I think got people getting to get used to that. Once they started easing stuff up, they have still been telling people, hey, if you don't really need to go out, we're still advising you to stay home. I think with that, them mentioning that, it's going to encourage people to still have precaution when they go out. Like, try not to stay in a store for too long, knowing, and I hope you guys know, or letting people know that, yes, when stores open up, they're going to be at a, at a certain capacity. They're not going to just like, all right, we're open, everyone come in. It's going to be like, okay, there's 20 people in, all right, now we got to wait until a couple people leave, all right, now we can get five people. It's not going to be the same, but... I think just like how these protests have pretty much showed certain people's true colors, it's still going to show up during the second part of like the second phase, phase two, that um, non-essential stores are going to begin opening Mm -hmm. and people are going to be able to go to different places. But you know what? That doesn't necessarily mean that the world is safe again. Things haven't been resolved altogether. And I think the smarter people are going to be able to to understand that a lot better than people who have been frustrated. And I think it's good, though. Like, imagine two months of just being at home. I don't think that's necessarily healthy. So to be able to give them a little bit, like, okay, they've gotten a little bit more progress. They have, they have a lot more um, hospital beds to be able to, like, let's say that I think they had different goals and I mean, if their numbers are correct, then I hope, you know, they're telling us the truth and that it's not completely uh, a response to, like, these protests. It's because they have been trying to make these goals in order to move on to the next phases. And there's and stores and places that are going to open up again are still going to have restrictions, which I think, I believe it's good. It's, it's good and, you know, there is going to be still some type of control. I think if there is like a second wave or there are signs to a second wave, we're probably going to go back to the same thing again. But I mean, I don't know. Like, I think you kind of have to also think about it, like how people are mentally, not everybody mentally, I don't think are okay right now. Like to be stuck at home and not be able to have people interaction. I know myself, I couldn't, I, for the first two weeks, I mean, you know, it feels like a vacation, you know, you're like at home doing nothing, like you're, you're not working or whatever. But, you know, I, I couldn't just sit around and do nothing. And the opportunity came and I was able to pick up a second job. 
it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because um, one of my old friends, Lewis, on Twitter posted or he tweeted today something that like it made me laugh because it's like, yeah, it's true because of this whole quarantine thing. He's yeah. like, the things I've seen on Twitter, bikes, walks, dogs, and then he did like, oh, uh, people getting switches, Animal Crossing, and lots of liquor. And it's like, those are the things that people do when they're quarantined. I found it funny. I was like, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong because I scroll through Twitter or my, you know, other social medias and I see people drinking and, you know, trying to do what they can in their time of quarantine. You're right. You know, quarantine does suck. We mentioned it at the beginning of this episode. It's a hard thing to do. I've been at work. I, to me, nothing has changed, but I can only, I can't imagine what people who, you know, have been out of work or have, you know, had to be stuck at home not Being doing with their anything. kids. Yeah, it, it's having to homeschool. Oh like, my god, the terrors of these mothers and fathers taking care of their kids. Well, no, but I mean it's it's harder because <laughs> yeah. like it's it's as teachers it was have to deal with different yeah. things when they're at school. Imagine mm-hmm. like, you know, when you're at home, like I don't know, me thinking as a kid, when I'm at home, I'm not thinking about school. I mean, maybe for an hour doing homework, but then after that it's like woohoo, computer time game time mm-hmm. fun time it's TV a it's time. a weird thing to put so, two and two together yeah so imagine these mm-hmm. kids are stuck at home when you're in school you're in that school mentality mm-hmm. or you know you're with your friends like imagine kids too like you know i i don't know like it's different you don't get to see your friends i think we i mean myself i've been noticing a lot that and i think a lot of people too we thrive and being around people as much as like i'm not a big people person i mean i I like people but i i'm not i'm i can be very introvert but you know what i i enjoy i realized i enjoy being around people (laughs) no yeah i mean it, it sucks not being able to see friends and family and like you know as often and it it sucks it really does the way i see it the way i see it honestly we'll get through it I mean, yeah. we, we as human beings, we get through a lot of stuff. We've been through, historically speaking, we've been through a lot of stuff and we've come out the other end. Not prospering maybe, but like we've made it out. So I feel with this one, just there needs to be a reminder, you know. We will get through this together. We'll be okay. We'll be okay, except the idiots that protest. They'll probably be, be the stragglers that we just need to pick up at some point. Just don't pay attention to them. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we've hit the hour mark. I think it's a good point to wrap it up. Yep. Um, you finished your entire drink. Yep. So we can't cling empty glasses. Oh, no. So you want to go grab a shot real quick? Okay. And what? you mind grabbing me a shot before? <laughs> I'm a bad host. I should have actually grabbed like two other shots just in case. I'll do the whole plugs and stuff like that. Um. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Drinking Matters. I will plug Andy's uh, socials, the ones that she posted, in, or the ones she talked about in the last episode she was on. I think it was episode um, three or something like that. I think that's the one that she was in. Uh, so I'll be plugging in the same ones that were on that episode here. Um, and my socials as well. You can follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, on uh yeah instagram and twitter they'll be posted in the description below if you're listening to this on facebook i also stream on twitch still working on some stuff i mean i've gotten a little more comfortable as you can tell with the whole podcast situation and stuff like that so uh it's going to be twitch.tv forward slash turtlag 562 um 
This episode is also available on Spotify. I've actually been able to transfer successfully all these episodes over to Spotify. So episodes, if you don't already know, will be uploaded on YouTube. Fridays at noon, same thing. Hoping, because I haven't really been checking the Spotify. Fridays at noon as well. Drinking Matters, that's the name of the podcast. Andy, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Um, just stay safe, everyone, and take precautions, stay informed, and um, do it for the sake of humanity. Exactly. Cheers. This cheers. shot is going to be... Cheers. Cheers it. There we go. Cheers. Thank you. This shot, I'm actually going to do it the right way. Not going to choke on it like the last one. There we go. That went down right. Yep, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Just making I'm sure. I'm still tired, man. My body does not know what it wants. But thank you guys for listening to this episode of Drinking Matters. I've been a very tired and exhausted Ryan. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. <laughs>